When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Alrighty, welcome to the Barca Blogranas podcast. My name is Josh. I mean, that had to have been one of the most exciting half hours of football I've ever seen. Uh, just got done watching Group C conclude. I'll go over Group D in a moment, but we just have to start off with Group C with Argentina and Poland advancing. The final half hour of both of those matches, or I guess the final halves really, um, were unbelievable. So... At halftime, both matches were 0-0. And the way that things were shaping up after Argentina scored, is it appeared that basically Poland, oh, okay, they're good on goal differential when it was 1-0, Argentina and 0-0, and the Mexico-Saudi Arabia match. And then things just shifted a little bit. So let me get the timestamps right just so I can kind of summarize properly for everybody here. Mexico scored in the 47th and 52nd minute. And all of a sudden, the goal differential uh, had narrowed. Then Julian Alvarez scored for Argentina, and all of a sudden, the goal differential was completely tied. So we start going down the tiebreaker scenarios. Uh, Everybody knows points, goal differential, right? Those are always the first two. Those two are tied. So then everybody's looking it up. Goals scored. Okay, both teams were even on goal scored. And then head-to-head result. Okay, head-to-head result was 0-0, Poland against Mexico. And then the fifth one down, fair play rules. Uh, I had to look up what this meant during the match. <laughs> Basically, yellow cards, red cards. Uh, and Mexico had more uh cards against them so there was like a three card advantage then poland got another card like in the late stages of their match so it was a two yellow card advantage uh for for mexico or for for poland that basically they were going to get through because they had less cards than mexico then saudi arabia scored in like the 95th minute but if mexico scored they would still go through on goals scored even though they had at that moment, a lesser, the goal differential would still be tied. They would still have the same, or still have less yellow cards. But the tiebreaker of goals scored supersedes the tiebreaker of fair play rules. Uh, It was truly unbelievable. Mexico had 26 shots, 11 shots on target. There was an unbelievable Luis uh, Chavez free kick. He had another couple of free kick attempts that were incredible uh, that might have been made a bit more dramatic by the Saudi Arabia keepers' uh, reactions to them, but they still looked imp- just very impressive. Mexico, they took they just took too long to come out of their shell at this World Cup. Their matches against Poland and Argentina, they didn't look very impressive. And I guess you could say, I mean, I guess it's not easy to look impressive against Saudi Arabia. Argentina learned that. Uh, I would have been, I would have preferred to see Mexico go through, and I say that as someone who's twenty five percent Polish. Uh, 
thinking about their matchup against France is the only reason why. And Mexico, I feel like at least has the, uh, what do you want to call it, the gall, the irrational confidence to go at France a little bit. And I feel like Poland is just going to do what they did against Argentina today where they suck up pressure. But France is the best team at the tournament right now, so I don't know how well that's going to work out for them. Let's talk about Messi and Argentina real quick. Uh, they looked really good. They had 23 shots on uh, shots, 12 shots on target, 74% of the possession. They might have found the lineup that they're going to stick with for a little bit. Uh, Julian Alvarez got the starts over Latoro Martinez. Uh, he looked really good. He scored a goal. Uh, Alex McAllister, Alexis McAllister scored a goal. Overall, good day for Argentina. They go through first in the group, and they will play um, against uh, Australia on Saturday after the Netherlands play the USA. Uh, group D was a little more boring this morning. Uh, Tunisia beat France 1-0, which was a little surprising. France didn't start anybody, but you know, still, I guess Tunisia had something to play for. France had an offside goal called out in the uh, like the 95th minute or something like that. That would have made things a bit more interesting. Uh, but Australia took care of business against Denmark. Denmark go out of this World Cup after being Euro semifinalists last year on one point in a pretty disastrous tournament for them. Uh, probably the biggest disappointment thus far. Although Germany might say, hold my beer tomorrow. Uh, Australia looked really solid. They They know who they are. They don't play outside of their comfort zone. They were fine giving Denmark possession because they realized, oh, Denmark doesn't know how to score. That's right. They have only scored one goal at this tournament. And that's how things continued for them. Very disappointed in Denmark. Australia is a great story. Uh, they're going to have to go against Argentina this weekend. That's, that, you know, that's just a tough beat. Tough beat for Australia. France got to rest everybody. That's great. Uh, France will get to play against Poland this weekend easy favorites. I mean, as much as I want to root for Poland, again, being 25% Polish, they're just not that much fun to watch right now. Tomorrow. Oh boy. <laughs> I mean, this World Cup is just, it's it's been a lot of fun on the pitch. Uh, group E and Group F. Let's talk about Group F. Croatia and Monaco are both on four points, and then Belgium are on three points. Croatia and Belgium play each other, and then Canada, who is already eliminated, play Morocco. So let's just kind of play out the scenarios in our head. Let's just say Morocco win. It really comes down to, I'm, I'm assuming Morocco are going to win. Uh, they're going to go through on seven points, and then it comes down to Croatia and Belgium, right? Belgium have a pretty uh, significant goal differential gap to Croatia. They're going to just need to win. And given some of the stories that are leaking out of the Belgian team's national camp about uh, some of the personalities clashing, you have to favor Croatia here, especially coming off the four-goal uh, destruction of Canada in their last match. Got to feel like Morocco and Croatia are favorites to go through, which would be pretty... Belgium and Denmark both getting eliminated would be pretty incredible. And then Group E. Germany on one points. Spain, four points. Japan and Costa Rica in the middle, both on three points. Given the individual matchups... It's hard not to just be like, oh, yeah, Spain and Germany are both going to win and they're both going to go through. But as we've seen, things don't work out that way. And some interesting goal differential scenarios are going to come into play here. Costa Rica has a negative six goal differential. Germany only has a negative one goal differential. Uh, 
things are going to get pretty fascinating if Germany wins and Japan is able to get a point because Japan's goal differential is zero. Goals scored is going to be interesting. Fair play is going to be interesting again tomorrow. Uh, this World Cup has been fantastic, and I'm so excited for tomorrow's matches. Big day for Spain. Easiest thing for them to do, easiest route, just get a win. But again, they can still go through on a draw. Pretty, A draw would get them in. Uh, yeah, that's all I got for today. I feel like I'm talking a million miles an hour, but my goodness, that Mexico coming down, either Argentina scoring or Mexico scoring, and they get through for the last 20 minutes of that of those matches was unbelievable theater. Just really just <laughs> unmatched theater. Right now, we have four round of 16 matchups set for this weekend on Saturday and Sunday. Saturday, Netherlands, USA, Argentina, Australia. Obviously, I think, you know, Netherlands and Argentina are going to be favorites, but I think the U.S. can put up a fight against the Netherlands. Sunday, France against Poland. France, pretty big favorites, obviously. And then the match of the weekend is probably England-Senegal. Uh, even though they don't have Sadio Mane, England are going to be pretty big favorites. As we've seen, England can play a little strange. So Senegal coming in and being confident against them is going to be fascinating to see. Uh, but that's that's a few days away. We still have some amazing group stage matches to conclude their respective groups tomorrow. we got Spain playing, Germany playing, Croatia, Belgium, Morocco, Japan, Costa Rica, and then you know, poor Canada. But it's going to be a great day of World Cup football, everybody. Thanks for listening, and I will talk to you tomorrow.